it's your kali what's up welcome we are presenting another episode of cps cruel public schooling It is the middle ground between unrest and discipline. Between injustice and corruption. And it lies between the pit of a student's fears. And the summit of their knowledge. This is the dimension of education. It is an area which we call the cruel public schooling. dimension that intends to scrutinize the CPS system through its core from a student's eyes. And hey guys, welcome back. Remember, you are listening to Cruel Public Schooling, a segment where we discuss issues revolving Chicago public schools and how it can either impact families, students, and teachers. And this platform aims to cover any essential topics that can impact, you know, black and brown students or any student all over these Chicago neighborhoods. So without further ado, I am your host, Melissa, and in this episode, we will be discussing how remote learning and COVID-19 could impact this academic year for you know cps students and i do want to point out that as of august 5th 2020 when that was wednesday that they have confirmed that cps students will be having remote learning for the fall hopefully and that would mean that you know everything is going to be essentially through you know the internet so either there's going to be live instructions for every day of school and just like you know students will normally engage in you know instruction throughout the school day and there will just be you know essentially kind of the same thing we did in the spring when they first announced that covid-19 has like you know the pandemic we had so i do find that very interesting to point out so just pointing that out that this might be very difficult for a lot of students this year and the thing i do want to discuss is that it's all k through 12 so so essentially it will impact every student but i do want to point out that it might impact maybe seniors more and i don't want to put them more on like a pedestal i am personally a senior or like going to enter as a senior so i am definitely worried about what the outcomes will be because i will be going to college and you know i'm a first generation student so i have no idea how to apply to college i don't know what to do so this will definitely be something that is going to be very difficult for me and pointing out that just the issue is that i don't know how to do it and a lot of students like me and especially in my school are first generation are students that will be going to college and we have no idea how to apply and knowing that we have we do have counselors in our schools but you do need a know that it's not the same thing as going up to a person and asking them and actually learning them from like you know through an email or something it's not as authentic and it could potentially like you know confuse a student so that is something to do discuss and you know i do want to point out you know kindergarten students um pre-k students you know or like kids who need who acquire you know more and more special learning it will definitely be difficult for a lot of these people and just not to mention, you know, p- these kids who are also in the middle of these grades, it will be very difficult. And well, it's something that, you know, that we can't really control. We can, we could potentially control if people wear their masks, but 
other than that, it's just a very new experience for, you know, all of us. So definitely it's something to learn about. But I do want to discuss like before the announcement, um, what CPS planned to do. So that was like a CPS hybrid plan. Basically what they expected to do in the fall of this year. So let's just discuss more about it. So basically, this hybrid plan planned for students to either attend school for about five hours, just, you know, attend school, you know. And basically what this would do is just like more cater to students through kindergarten to 10th grade. That is like kindergartners and, you know, sophomores. And basically what the intention was uh, having either 15 students for two days like attend schools and then the other 15 attend the other day so basically how would this would work was that a set of 15 students would go into a classroom for two days be taught in person for about five hours and usually for students who are k through like 10th will have potentially the same teachers and will be learning you know the same lessons and then on wednesday basically the schools will do any like an either like a full cleaning and then to bring the other set of 15 students and they would be learning on Thursday and Friday. So I do have a problem with this. So I think it's not fair for the teachers. Like they're going to be there for five days of the week. And what if they get infected, you know? And just like just pointing out that it's not safe for teachers. I mean, it's not even safe for students, obviously. But I just find it more unfair for the teachers because, you, you know, they have to spend more days than that. And I'd also want to mention that while Wednesday is like their cleaning day, that would mean that all students would be remotely learning on Wednesday and will be turning on their assignments and all that. So, and I also want to discuss this, you know, CPES is overpopulated. Like, obviously, there's not 15 students. There's no way there's going to be 30 students in each classroom. I know kids, I know schools where they hold kids of like 40, 50, 45 students in a classroom. And that is like, you know, we people barely have space for that. So I do want to discuss how how this is going to work. And, like, just to mention more that um, the district was planning to buy 1.2 million face masks, 40,000 containers of white beans, um, 42,000 hand sanitizers, and 22,000 touchless thermometers by also hiring 400 additional custodians. So I just do want to discuss that, and we've already seen evidence how in Georgia, student already got infected on the first day and potentially infected all of his peers. So obviously... A good choice on CPS, but also, you know, CTU staff, like Chicago Teachers Union, were protesting this to not happen because obviously Common Sense already says that this is not safe and they, you know, CPS kind of out of fear said, okay, we will do remote learning, which, you know, is the smartest thing to do because you're potentially putting people infected. So I just want to point that out that good job on CPS for that because, you know, kudos for them. But, um... Uh, keep in mind that the little remote learning thing is potentially, I do mention that they want to do this for the quarter, for the first quarter, and are aiming for students to use a hybrid plan in the second quarter. I doubt this is going to work. So, yeah. And so this is basically all the information that we know by now. Um, personally, no staff in my school has informed me about how school, how school will be work for me as a senior, but I assume everything's going to be remote learning and how we did it in spring. And... That's basically it. I do want to. I do want to bring up that I have an interview with three amazing students, um, called Brittany, Nayeli, and Romani, who are CPS students and are also seniors. And I do find it very interesting their perspectives and how basically they will tackle this school year, 
and how different it is from other school years. Without further ado, let's take a listen. My name is Brittany Arias and I'm in Kennedy High School. My name is Nayeli Alvarez and I go to Juarez. My name is Romani Lopez and I go to Instituto. So guys, assuming that you guys are all seniors, how do you guys expect your senior year to come? It's going to be so hard. I already know because everybody I know doesn't like online school or like they say it's like they don't learn as good as they do when they're it's like in person and so everybody's gonna struggle especially because nobody has taken their SAT and I'm pretty sure a lot of people I know don't know how to apply to college or anything like that or what to do or how to fill out any of the paperwork and a lot of people I know are first generation so they can't even just like ask like their siblings to help them and so now it's gonna be harder to reach out with teachers because like everything's gonna be online and like I already know emails are gonna be flooded with like questions about everything and it's gonna be even harder once like you have to start applying for college and everything. I agree with Brittany because I mean, the past classes we had online, like it was a struggle. Everybody was confused and it's gonna be exactly the same thing for this upcoming year. Yeah, same. I mean, like there's a lot of stuff that goes into senior year. And besides missing all the, like, the important events, like prom and things like that, like college admissions are stressful enough. And I feel like, I feel like it'd be a lot easier to communicate with teachers and counselors in person and over email, like it's going to be really hard to keep up. Okay. So just a personal question. Do you guys want to go back to school? Honestly, I do because I mean, it's our, we're never going to experience senior year again. And it's something like we all want. So I would want to go back, like to finish off the year, but and have those memories like for later on personally i would but like with everything going on i know i wouldn't just because i don't want to be that selfish person that makes everybody like in danger and like endangers my family you know but i would definitely prefer a lot more than online simply because it's a lot better like resource wise and like learning wise and education wise and everything else i don't know i'm kind of like in the middle because wants to stay home honestly because i just like going to school is just such a hassle in the first place so Part of me wants to stay home, but then at the same time, I know I'm going to procrastinate and like being over the computer. I know like my teachers aren't going to be on me every second. So it's going to be really easy for me to fall behind. And like for senior year, that's like one of the worst things. Yeah, I also agree with all you guys. And just going on like more of the talk, like what pisses you off of what CPS is doing or like how they're handling the situation? I feel like they were kind of just like acting like it was no big deal. Like, Chicago in general was opening up all the restaurants and everything. And I'm like, guys, it's too early. Like, what are we doing? Stay home. And then now they're just, they were trying to send children back to school. And I know in Georgia, like, literally the first day they opened, they had to shut it down because somebody had COVID. And I've been seeing pictures of high schools and they're, like, in the halls and half of the students don't even have masks. I don't know. I feel like CPS wasn't taken seriously enough. And then they were trying to make, like, the teachers be, like, nurses almost. And I don't know. It was really aggravating to see. Also, since they have confirmed, CPS has confirmed that, you know, we're going to do online. But, you know, this might not be, like, permanent thing because, you know, they announced it in the fall. And what if we do go back to school? These are the things we're going to face, you know? And just going on with that, like, what do you think? What do you feel about our teachers with that? They're the ones who, like, would be suffering the most. I feel bad for teachers. They don't get for this. Like, have to, like, deal with so much. Apparently, like, some, like, in some schools, I don't know if this is Illinois or, like, where, in some schools, with them going, like, back to school would make the teachers, like, write their will, like, just in case anything happens. Like, that's scary. Like, imagine, like, your job literally telling you that you have to write your will just in case anything happens. Just going on with that, like, you guys have siblings, right? 
I'm like, yeah, we're all seniors, so that would mean we don't go technically to school. You know, just hypothetically, how, how do you guys feel about your siblings going to school? Since my siblings are younger, I feel like they're more at risk because, I mean, not every little kid understands the fact of, like, the things going on. It would be harder for them because I feel like not everybody would, or them, since they don't wear, like, their mask the whole day, so they're not used to it. They wouldn't be used to it, and they'll, like, complain or either take them off. So I feel like they would be more at risk than us, that we understand more of what's happening. Yeah, I agree with Romani because, like, I definitely, like, if my little siblings went back to school, I would definitely be scared simply because one of my younger brothers has always had, like, respiratory problems, like, his whole life, like, ever since he was born. That's, like, scary, like, within itself. And my nephew, like, I think um, pre-K, I think they are going back to school. And that's, like, scary because, like, little kids, they don't, Romani was saying, they don't understand anything. They don't understand in the world. You can't, um, you can't, I mean, you can make a little kid wear a mask, but, like, knowing them they'll probably take it off or like stuff like that um and they're like it's just so bad like i don't know it just makes me really nervous especially for little kids and going on to that like again bringing up our senior year like what are things you might miss or any events bro the six flags night oh i wanted to go to six flags so bad so excited for that honestly same and prom we didn't even have it junior year so we probably won't even make it to have it senior year and that's, like, one of the main things that everybody wants to have their last years of high school. For me, I think it's graduation. I feel not betrayed, but I feel, like, I feel dumb because I just went through school for, like, what, like, 12 years. And I was finally waiting to get a graduation. And now I can't even go. Like, if anything, it's going to be in a parking lot with a bunch of cars. So I feel kind of disappointed. Going on a more conversation, would you guys ever expect this pandemic going to happen? And, like, how drastically it changed us? No, like when it first started happening. Okay, so when this first, like the place it started in here, I got the flu and like I was really sick. And my friend, she told me, she's like, oh my God, what if you have like that virus that's like going around China? And I was like, oh my God, like, no, I have the flu. So it was really scary. And then once it started coming here, I got like really scared. I didn't think it was going to get as big as it got. But then I'm now seeing how big it got. It makes you like realize how dumb people are. Those people that are like out in the street, like protesting, like not to wear masks. And like to open everything what what are you gaining from that like literally but i didn't expect it to like shut down like schools and stuff like that and like cancel every single event honestly it's just for the best for me i'm gonna be honest when i it first started coming up i mean i don't think everybody paid attention to it until it got to the point where like they started realizing everything how everything was moving so fast and everything started to shut down to a situation where everybody's like now what gonna happen I think, like, the way that America has been handling it compared to other countries, like, a lot of people are really selfish. And I feel like for that reason, this is definitely going to go on. I think it's going to go on for another year, maybe. I doubt it's going to end anytime soon. How do you think classmates of yours have been, like, acting with it? Or how do you think they've kind of contributed to this? They don't. Literally, the kids at my school, they're still, like, throwing parties and stuff. You know those parties you see in the movies? Like, the high school parties? Apparently, those are real like people actually go to those i guess i'm just not cool enough to get invited but yeah i have some kids that they go to parties like that they were still going through to them like when like corona was like at its peak in illinois and it's what and it was like so crowded and like chicago creatures would post those like parties too that people were like going to those parties and it's like what like why do you guys not understand 
Like, this is really dangerous. I don't really talk to the kids at my schools. I don't know how they're reacting to it, but I have seen a few posts where a lot of kids really just do not want to go back. They're just done. They, they're like, hell no. Yeah, I've seen a lot of, like, times where I've, like, been on my way to work. I see a lot of teens gathering together, like, going to places. Like, if everything was the same, they really don't get the fact that you can't be out there just like that. My school also was, like, giving, like, a bunch of sports team. Like, they're getting a season. Like, football team, they're getting a season. The volleyball girls are getting a season. And it's, how are you going to focus on a way to, like, let the kids have their season? There's so much happening with, like, not being able to go back to school. Like, I think the school should be worrying more about how they're going to make online school better for each of the students rather than figuring out they're going give, to give the students a season. Like, which they shouldn't, they shouldn't really get it. They do deserve it, don't get me wrong. But, like, with everything that's happening, I don't think it's the best thing. For me, like, I wish I could even add on into this conversation, but I can't because my school hasn't released any statement, any information about what's going on. So I have no idea what my own school is going to do. So it's really frustrating. Going on with that conversation, have, has, like, your schools have addressed this? Have they been either checking up on you or, like, making sure that you're okay and all that? In the beginning of quarantine, yeah, they were sending emails. And then, like, once the school year ended, that's it. Like, they never emailed us again. I think they emailed us maybe one time about the Black Lives Matter movement. And then that's it. I got no other information about what how my school is going to handle it. Same thing with me. I haven't heard anything back from what's going to happen this upcoming school year from my school. The other day, I, well, I bumped into a teacher from school, actually, and all I heard from her was that classes may resume online, but that's all I've heard from what's the next school year going to be like from my school. I haven't heard, like, my principal, he hasn't sent out anything, like, at all. I think all the, the only emails, like, I got from, aside from my teachers were, like, I think the guy in the library, the librarian, he, like, sent us in case we wanted, like, laptops. And then right now, today, we got an email if we wanted to clear out our lockers. They send us, like, to make a schedule to see, like, because I guess they're, like, trying to limit the amount of people that go to the school at once to get to clean the lockers. So, yeah, but aside from that, my principal hasn't sent out anything. The coaches obviously have, like, the sports coaches, like, to get, like, more people. I had my English teacher. She was really, really nice, like, throughout the school year. And, like, especially when, like, corona hit, she was definitely somebody you can, like, talk to, like, about your feelings and how you're feeling and, like, stuff about, like, this. But, um, Naya said as soon as school ended, you just stopped hearing from them, which is kind of, like, it's kind of sad. But then again, it's not not their job to check up on us. And just going on to that, like, having, suffering through COVID or, like, well, that has it impacted your mental health? I mean, in a way, I feel like it has because everybody's used to like going out and not just being at home and now it's like you're just stuck at home and you run enough things to do just like romantic because i'm i was personally somebody who went out a lot because i don't like being home being in my house for like what is it now five months is it five months i think it's been five months it's a lot and definitely not good i don't think it's good for anybody's mental health well maybe it is but for mine it isn't like being stuck in my house it's not and i definitely my mental health has gotten worse than it was before but like we just gotta find new hobbies that's all i ran out of things to watch on netflix i ran out of things to do in the beginning of quarantine i was kind of relieved because i just had a lot of work from school so i just i was happy to finally stay home and not have to look at anybody and then when i had corona i thought i was gonna die so for a minute i was like obviously i was kind of sad i was like damn like this sucks like i I had to go to school my whole life and I'm just going to die. But then I lived and then I was like still kind of sad because I was like, okay, 
now I'm over Corona, but I'm still stuck at home. So now I'm still in that mindset. And just going on to that, like, what do you guys hope to see next this year? Like, is there anything you hope gets better? And like, how do you think you guys will handle this school year? For me, I think it's probably going to be, like, not a struggle, but just confusing because, like Brittany had mentioned earlier, it's better for us to be actually in the school because we have more, like, resources. And at home, you don't have that teacher to ask, like, questions about the work or anything. And it is harder to, like, if you're stuck on something, you could email them, but they won't be able to reach out to you right away. I personally hope that this year, like, for school that the teachers are a lot more understanding because like don't get me wrong like last year yeah when corona first started like feel like it's just the fact that they didn't know like how to deal with it or like what to do that they all they would do was just assign work on top of work on top of work on top of work on top of work and just be like oh everything is due friday and they like gave you like 10 assignments at the beginning of the week i hope that this year they don't do that as much i really hope they don't because that was like the worst thing ever got more homework doing online school than like when we actually went to school so i hope like they work on that factor of it yeah i agree with Brittany. back when we were still in school my teachers just assigned so much work and when students would be like hey this is this is too much we can't handle all this they'll be like okay but you're at home what else do you have to do with your life exactly so do all the work and it was really frustrating because we still have like our own things to do at home and i feel like they just weren't really taking that into account so i hope they i hope they do that this year just like nayo saying like they'll be like oh what do you have to do at home and that's also on our like not i don't want to say on our parents but like kind of yeah because like my mom since she was like oh you're home she's like okay good you can do this this and this and this and this like all day and it's like no like i also have school but then i also had like all the chores i had to do and stuff like that so it was just like difficult like manage everything and not try to make people upset because like if obviously like teachers I don't think like I could tell them like oh yeah like my mom sees it as like an opportunity to like like make me help her around the house but if they wouldn't really care as much they would be like oh but you still have to get it done. So like what do you guys have like a message to say for people who are not following any guidelines for COVID? Um, Please wear your mask. It's not hard. It's literally just, just natural selection at this point. Exactly. Survival of the fittest, honestly. No, I'm joking. Please wear your mask. Please stay home. This is a real thing affecting people all over. Um, Don't be selfish. I agree. Just follow everything, like how it's supposed to be. Wear your mask. I mean, if everybody follows the rules, we'll probably get out of it sooner than we expect it. Wear your mask. It's not hard. It, you could breathe. I promise you can still breathe. Take time for your mental health. You're still home stuck all day with all this work piling up. So take a mental health day. It's okay. And welcome back. I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did. Um, Well, these people are my friends, so I do obviously enjoy talking to them and, you know, having a great discussion with them. But... Um, you know, as we both, we all are seniors, um, it is something very interesting how we would like either tackle a lot of these situations. And I just do, you know, obviously it's just going to be a hard year for all of us. So it's just interesting to know like how, you know, to reflect on either how, yeah, how at the end of the school year is going to look like and how much has changed. So it is something very interesting to discuss. I believe this is the end for this segment i really hope you enjoyed it i personally thought it was very informative just to know how dynamics of this year will impact students from cps and that is it thank you so much for listening up next is 
a song by Crystal Castles called Vanished. And that is basically it for the show. Remember, you are listening to Cruel Public Schooling, a show where we focus on an ACPS issue. And I am Melissa, your host, and I and thank you so much for listening.
This was another episode of CPS. Cruel Public Schooling. <coughs>